For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't forget to tune in next week when my wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be returning. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., so always remember to tune in and set your dial. Today, I have a fantastic show lined up for you, as always. I have in studio with me today a phenomenal guest. We are going to be talking about weight gain and thyroid issues and a really specific approach to dealing with dietary recommendations for weight loss and for helping with thyroid issues. So um, it's going to be a really great show. I want to remind everybody that if you're interested in listening to any of our previously recorded shows, you can go to www.myvillagegreen.com. And on the right-hand side of the homepage, there's a little radio microphone icon. If you click on that, it will bring you to our archive show section where you can download any of our previously recorded shows for absolutely free. It is a wonderful resource. And I encourage people to go there and listen to those shows to get a wonderful free education about health and wellness issues that Dana and I have done through our interviews over the last five years of doing this radio show. So we have a ton of information to cover today, and I don't know if we're going to be able to get through everything, so I want to get started right away. The guest I have in studio is Mary Showman. She was diagnosed with thyroid disease in 1995 and has transformed her health challenges into a mission as an internationally known patient advocate. She is the founder and editor-in-chief of several thyroid, autoimmune, and nutrition newsletters, as well as the Internet's most popular thyroid disease website, which is www.thyroid-info.com. She lives right here in Kensington, Maryland, and is the author of the New York Times best-selling book, The Thyroid Diet Revolution, Manage Your Master Gland of Metabolism for Lasting Weight Loss. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. Mary, thank you so much for being in the studio with us. Thank Thank you, Dr. Passero. It's a pleasure to be here. So we have had many conversations uh, outside of the radio show about thyroid issues and talked a lot about helping people with thyroid problems. And you've been a national leader in educating newly diagnosed people and thyroid patients how to get better help. I want you to help educate our audience, first of all, with some of the mystery behind the thyroid gland. Can you just do a brief introduction? What is this gland? What does it do in the body? Where is it located? Just get people oriented to our conversation today. Absolutely. Well, the thyroid is a very small gland. It typically, when it's normal, weighs about an ounce. It's shaped like a butterfly, and it's located below and behind the Adam's apple area. And even though it's a very small gland and is not really high profile in the body to a lot of people, it's actually one of the most important glands because it's our master gland of metabolism and energy. So the thyroid produces the hormones that deliver oxygen and energy to every cell, tissue, organ, gland, and every aspect of our physiology depends on the oxygen and energy that comes from the thyroid. So everything from your hair growing, to your respiration, to your digestion, to your ability to think, your heart function, 
all of these factors are all dependent on proper functioning thyroid. So it is something we cannot live without. And when it goes awry or becomes dysfunctional, it definitely causes a variety of symptoms and problems in the body. Yeah, it is a beautiful little gland when you see a picture of it. It's so um, just intricately designed and its shape as a butterfly to me is so pretty and elaborate. It really is a wonderful mystical gland in my opinion. And as you just described, plays an incredibly important role in our overall health and wellness and how we feel. So let's talk a little bit about this phenomenon of hypothyroidism, because I have seen in my practice, and as people are listening on the show today, if they don't have it themselves, they probably know someone who does, rates of hypothyroidism seem to be skyrocketing. And there are so many people that seem to be affected by this condition. Can you talk a little bit about um, who, what type of people might be at risk just so listeners out there can kind of determine whether or not they might fit in a category to start asking questions if they're having trouble with metabolism, you know, might it be my thyroid? Absolutely. Well, first, let's define hypothyroidism because people don't always know the difference. Uh, hypothyroidism is an underactive thyroid. So it's when the thyroid is not producing those key hormones that we need to be delivering the oxygen and energy. So hypothyroid is oftentimes also referred to as a low thyroid or a slow thyroid. And the opposite problem is hyperthyroidism, where the thyroid becomes overactive. But that's far less common in terms of the general population. So the majority of people who are suffering from a thyroid condition usually are suffering from hypothyroidism. And actually, even the other thyroid conditions, thyroid cancer, uh, nodules, goiter, and the overactive thyroid, the treatments for those problems usually result in people becoming hypothyroid. So I sometimes say all roads lead to hypothyroidism mm -hmm. when it comes to thyroid problems, but ultimately most of us end up with a slowed thyroid or a low thyroid who have a thyroid condition along the way. The uh, The epidemiology on it is is all over the place. I've heard everything from 13 million people with thyroid problems in the country to some estimates as high as 60 million, which would be one in five Americans with a thyroid condition. Uh, the number depends on who you talk to, which expert who's running the numbers. But we definitely know that there are millions of people in the United States with thyroid problems. The vast majority of them are hypothyroid and not hyper or the other problems. And the uh, the really frightening statistic is that the vast majority of people who have any sort of thyroid problem are undiagnosed. And so we know that there are a lot of people walking around with thyroid conditions that don't know it. The typical thyroid patient, more likely to be female, uh, seven to ten times more likely to strike women than men. But that does not mean men are immune. Men can develop the problems, too. Uh, the problems for women tend to strike more often during times of hormonal change. So during pregnancy after pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause, after 40, and by the age of 60, there are some estimates that one in five women have some form of an underactive thyroid. By the age of 70, one in five men. So age is definitely a factor as well. Absolutely. So that's a great overview of uh, some of the people. Um, and it, it definitely see that trend play out clinically, whereas women go through hormonal shifts, you really start to see issues with the thyroid. And the most common one that I see is during the perimenopause. I mean, pregnancy, things definitely happen, but oftentimes it can normalize after that as a result of the hormone surges that happen during pregnancy. So definitely something to look out for. Now, you mentioned something, Mary, in discussing that last segment of so many people are potentially undiagnosed. So why is it that so many people might be walking around with a thyroid issue but not be properly diagnosed? Because this 
is a huge factor when it comes to people's quality of life and watching this condition play out for many people. Well, there, there are a lot of different issues that are that are driving that particular challenge for people. Number one is a lot of people assume or think somehow that they're getting their thyroid checked. So people are going for their annual physical, they're going for their annual blood work, they're getting their cholesterol checked, that type of thing. And I've talked with so many people that said, well, if I had a thyroid problem, my doctor would have told me. And what it turns out is that these doctors are not checking the thyroid because it's not considered to be a normal part of an annual physical. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of folks are assuming that they've been evaluated and they're not being evaluated. So they are operating on a no news is good news kind of premise. And that is incorrect because most people don't realize that thyroid is not included as part of any annual physicals unless a doctor specifically requests it to be or suspects that you have a thyroid condition and adds it to the normal blood work panel. The other thing is many doctors in an annual physical aren't even putting hands on. They're not even putting their hands on the thyroid, feeling it for an enlargement or lumps or bumps. So people don't realize that that's one aspect. They are not getting that type of annual check. Another issue is that for those people who might even ask, they might say, hey, you know, I want to get my thyroid checked. They go to the doctor. Doctor says, yes, I'll go ahead and run it. They're having what's known as the TSH test. That's considered the standard procedure in conventional medicine. And TSH stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. And this is a pituitary hormone that is really a secondary hormone to the actual circulating hormones in the body uh, produced by the thyroid. But the conventional medical world believes that the TSH is the gold standard for diagnosing thyroid issues. And unfortunately, right now, even among those who are worshiping the TSH test and believing it to be the gold standard, they don't even agree what's normal. So a lot of people have said to me, oh, I'm not hypothyroid. My doctor's office called and said, I'm normal. My thyroid tests were normal. And it turns out that they are getting uh, test results back on the TSH test, and in some cases, the test results are coming back at 4 and 5 and 6, and these are levels that are at the top end of normal. And since 2002, we've actually had a huge controversy raised between the different groups within endocrinology about what normal even is with TSH. So you've got a battle going on, and if you get a TSH test and you have a level of 4.5, you can go to Dr. A, and Dr. A is going to say, you're fine, you don't have a thyroid problem. You can go across the hall to Dr. B, and he's going to say, yeah, you're hypothyroid, let's go ahead and treat you. So hearing that your tests were normal is never enough information for people. People need to know what those numbers are, and they also need to realize that at this point, anything above a 2.5 is considered controversial. Uh, there are doctors who believe 2.5 and above is evidence of low-level hypothyroidism and others who think you better get to a 10 before you even come see me because, uh, you know, you're not suffering from a thyroid problem. So we really have to make sure that people are understanding that this test is not the end-all and be-all and that there are many other avenues with which to uh, pursue diagnosis and other types of tests that can get to the real core of the issue. Absolutely. And it is a little counterintuitive with that TSH test because the higher the number indicates the lower the thyroid function. And that is one thing that confuses people. They say, oh, well, my number was high and they think that means their thyroid function is high, but it is a little bit reversed. So I want that to be really clear to everyone. And there is the TSH range is very large. And there has always been this controversy about where do we decide to treat somebody in this range? Um, most doctors in the conventional medical dogma is that if you fall into that normal range, there's nothing wrong with your thyroid. Some people may feel best at certain places in the range. Other people 
people may feel better at other areas in the range. And it's really about finding a doctor who's willing to work with you on an individualized level to mm-hmm. understand what your numbers look like in combination with your symptoms, with physical exams, with the proper imaging to understand how well is this thyroid functioning and how is it playing out for you as an actual person. Yes. Now, um, go ahead. I was going to say a doctor that you and I both know, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, Mm -hmm. has a great analogy for the TSH test. And he always says, if the normal range for a foot size is from size 6 to size 9, try telling a woman with a size 9 that when you give her a a shoe that's a size 6 and tell her to put it on her foot, um, it doesn't fit. And so within the normal range, people have have set points that they are naturally going to gravitate to. And it doesn't mean if your TSH is high that that's normal for you. So we want people to realize that this is not one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter medicine. Yep. Can you just describe a little bit what some typical hypothyroid symptoms might be? Because this is where I think it really plays out for people. If you're experiencing these symptoms, if you're suspect that you might have a thyroid condition, if there's a family history of thyroid issues and you walk into the doctor's office, told your TSH is normal and it's not your thyroid, you need to be educated about what might be happening with your body so that you can advocate for yourself, that you can either get further education by going to your fantastic website at thyroid-info.com, reading the books, becoming your own advocate to get the kind of care that you need. So can you just briefly list some of the different traditional or classic hypothyroid symptoms that might come up? Sure. Well, certainly we're talking about thyroid diet today. So the weight issue is one of the key symptoms that people complain about, both uh, inability to lose weight or inappropriate weight gain. And there we're talking about someone who's going along with a normal diet and exercise program, and all of a sudden they start gaining weight on that same uh, normal diet and exercise. Or someone who's deliberately cutting calories, exercising, really working hard, and they're not only not losing weight, or they may even be gaining weight on a diet program. Mm And so that's one of the most common complaints. Uh, fatigue and exhaustion is is another very common complaint. And when I say that, sometimes people say, "Well, I'm tired. Everybody's tired. What you know? How do I really know?" And the kind of fatigue that I hear about from patients who write to me and and readers of my books is really a profound fatigue. These are people that are having to go out to their car during lunch break and have a nap in order mm-hmm. to make it through the rest of their workday. These are people that are sleeping 10, 12, 14, 18 hours on the weekend in order to function the rest of the week. Uh, Women who are coming home from work and have to lay on the couch for 40 minutes just to get the energy to get up to make dinner for their family. Mm -hmm. So this is a kind of fatigue that interferes with your life. It's not feeling a little tired because you stayed out too late last night. It's Mm -hmm. really a profound kind of fatigue. Another uh, symptom that a lot of folks describe is depression or moodiness or low energy. Um, And they just feel like they can't really focus and and concentrate or they feel a little moody or blue. Sometimes it's not a full-out depression, but it's it's feeling out of sorts and blue. Mm -hmm. Um, Dry skin, constipation, uh, brittle nails, Mm -hmm. um, brittle hair or hair hair loss, Loss definitely. Loss of the outer edge of the eyebrows. Yep, that's another one. Very common thyroid symptom. Aches and pains in Mm -hmm. the body, plantar fasciitis in the feet, swollen hands, swollen feet, um, Mm -hmm. Uh, carpal tunnel, 
sleep problems. So yes. people can, even though they're exhausted, can have sleep difficulty, right. low body temperature. So it could sounds like a lot of different conditions, but um, it's important to understand what some of the hypothyroid symptoms are. Because if you're experiencing them, again, you need to get the education necessary to advocate yourself while you're getting care. Because unfortunately, the current medical model doesn't look at each person closely enough to really get those people that are in this subclinical hypothyroid state or somebody who um, needs some treatment but necessarily doesn't have abnormal tests and isn't getting them. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some of the other options for thyroid treatment. Uh, Mary's going to educate us a little bit about how to get optimal treatment for your thyroid. And then we're going to start talking about the weight gain issue and some very specific types of diets that work to help with weight loss. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by The Village Green. And we're going to be back right after this break. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary, located here in Bethesda, Maryland. They've been providing health and wellness services in the area for over 40 years. We're here today. I am Dr. Kevin Passero, your host, and we're with the best-selling author of many different thyroid books, Mary Showman, who is a patient advocate and educator for people with hypothyroid issues. She's been the uh, she's the author of several best-selling books. As I mentioned, she's been on PBS specials. She is a nationally recognized leader in education when it comes to hypothyroid issues. Her website, which is a wonderful resource, is www.thyroid-info.com. If you're suspecting that after listening to this show, you might have a thyroid issue or want more information about educating yourself if you have a thyroid issue, uh, her website is a wonderful resource and is full of volumes of information to help you become an advocate for your own health, which as we discussed in the last segment is a critical part of getting proper treatment when it comes to thyroid issues. So Mary, let's pick up the conversation where we ended last time. We talked about some hypothyroid symptoms. We talked about some of the problems with getting diagnosed. I know in this segment you want to discuss some other tests that are possibly worth looking at when it comes to getting the proper diagnosis. And then we can talk about some of the different treatment options because there are a lot out there. Absolutely. Well, the the testing process really ties into the treatment process because what we're talking about is what is optimal versus what is normal. Uh, we mentioned uh, in the last segment about what the normal range is for the TSH test. And depending on what type of doctor you're talking to or what type of treatment approach you're looking at, the idea of just being in the normal range is enough for some doctors. But I think the more forward-thinking and innovative uh, doctors who have expertise in hormone balance are looking at what's optimal in these mm -hmm. numbers. So where are people really going to feel and do their best, not just let's get them into the into the normal range and leave them there despite maybe suffering continued symptoms. So one of the things that really applies both for getting tested and evaluated as well as get, getting treated is where are people feeling their best? Now, we don't have a lot of empirical data about this, but we have a lot of anecdotal information that's coming from uh, dozens of integrative physicians around the country and thousands of patients who've been sharing their information with me over the last 15 years. And what we're hearing from a lot of practitioners is the optimal TSH level for many people who are uh, hypothyroid or if for getting diagnosis of hypothyroidism is less than two. So if your TSH is over two, it's conceivable that you could have a subclinical or borderline thyroid problem or if you're being treated already and your TSH is over two, you may be being undertreated. Right. And keep in mind, everybody, that the high end of the range is 4.5, even on some labs is still at 5.5. So this is drives home the point that you can still be in the normal range, but still be suffering from an underactive thyroid. So go ahead, Mary. Exactly. Uh, and then the, again, the more forward-thinking, innovative practitioners are also testing the actual thyroid hormones themselves. And that is the T4 and the T3. T4 is the storage hormone uh, in the thyroid gland. It gets converted by a, a, a chemical process in the body to T3, which is the active thyroid hormone. That's the hormone that actually goes in and delivers the energy and the oxygen. So we want to measure those hormones, but we measure the free hormones uh, because that gives us a better picture of what's actually available to the body. So free T4 and free T3 are also very important blood tests to have. And the current thinking among a lot of the innovative practitioners is that free T4 should be at least at the midpoint of normal or slightly higher. 
and that the free T3 should be at the midpoint and for many patients even at the 75th percentile of the normal range in order to really be optimized thyroid function and alleviation of hypothyroidism symptoms. Um, another test that uh, is often done at the diagnostic, uh, diagnostic pro- period or the diagnostic process is the thyroid antibodies test. And this is one that a lot of practitioners don't bother with because they say, well, what does it matter? Uh, we don't, we're not going to do anything about your antibodies anyway. But a thorough thyroid evaluation does need to do the thyroid peroxidase antibodies, sometimes abbreviated as TPO, because this is going to tell us whether you have Hashimoto's disease. And Hashimoto's disease is the primary cause of hypothyroidism in the United States. It's an autoimmune disease where the uh, body decides that the thyroid gland is a foreign invader, like a bacteria or a pathogen or a virus, and it starts to produce antibodies that gradually destroy the thyroid gland. Well, there are a lot of studies now that have shown that elevated thyroid antibodies in patients can appear long before the levels of TSH and free T4 and free T3 are even affected, but those antibodies come with symptoms, And in many cases, they cause a variety of inflammatory issues in the body. And if you actually provide low-level thyroid treatment to people with antibodies, some studies have shown that that can actually put the Hashimoto's into remission or prevent progression to overt hypothyroidism. So there is some, again, controversy, but it's someone who has normal thyroid levels but who has elevated antibodies There are some practitioners who would say absolutely we'll treat them, and others would say, well, come back when your TSH is 10, and then Mm -hmm. we'll talk to you about treatment. But those are really the basic panel. So I consider TSH, free T4, free T3, and TPO antibodies to be sort of the required panel, much more than the TSH alone, to be able to to, start to get to a, a complete picture of whether the thyroid is out of balance. There are some additional tests that can be done um, for picking up on the autoimmune Graves disease, which is the hyperthyroid end of things. The uh, thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, thyroid receptor antibodies are sometimes done. Uh, Reverse T3 is sometimes done in some patients to pick up on thyroid transport problems or some sorts of nutritional or adrenal underlying issues. Um, And in some cases, imaging tests are helpful to get actually a picture of what the thyroid looks like. Is it lumpy? Is it enlarged? Is it atrophied? And in some cases, radioactive uptake tests are necessary to evaluate nodules or to look at uh, potentially benign or cancerous lumps in the thyroid gland. Uh, but those are, are less common. The The basic panel of blood work is really what's critical, I think, to get to a hypothyroidism diagnosis. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the aspect of, just to clarify, the free T3 and free T4, um, when we say free, it doesn't mean it doesn't cost anything. I always joke with people. Hormones travel around our body in two states. They Most of them travel around bound to a carrier protein, and some are free and actual available to the cells. When we're looking at these numbers, it's really important to measure the free levels because that is actually what is available for our cells to utilize for metabolism. And different factors in somebody's health, hormonal levels, genetic factors, diet, nutritional influences can affect how much carrier protein you have. So um, if you're just measuring total levels, you may see something normal. And I've seen this play out clinically where somebody may have elevated levels of a thyroid hormone when we measure the total, but the free levels are actually way below the normal range. So the free, it's so important to ask your practitioner, ask your doctor for the free T4, which is relatively easy to get, but the free T3 seems like a very difficult test to get 
done by labs and get done by doctors. And I think that's a carryover from the fact that it used to be a very expensive test to run and insurance companies used to not cover it 15 years ago, but now they do. And it's very easy to get done. So another reason why you have to advocate yourself. My other comment regarding the autoimmune condition, that is so critical for people to understand if their thyroid process is related to an autoimmune disorder. Again, many doctors don't ever check for this because it doesn't change their course of treatment. So they don't really care. They're going to use the same medications. They're going to manage it in the same way. When you're working with an integrative doctor or nutritionist or somebody who knows their way around this issue, there are strategies that you can do to help downregulate some of that immune response. Omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D, food sensitivities and food allergies are all factors that can drive that autoimmune response higher. And if we can downregulate the autoimmune response in somebody that has it, we can preserve more of their thyroid function for later in their life. And it is always easier to get them to a place of feeling better if those antibodies are down. Because some people, even though their numbers, their TSH and their hormones look right, if their antibody levels are off the charts high or really elevated, and the normal range is, I think the high end of the range is somewhere around 60 or 90 for the TPOs. You can see people at thousands for their uh, thyroid peroxidase antibodies. And in those cases, it can sometimes be difficult to get people to feel well, even though the numbers look good, because the autoimmune process is raging. And there are therapies from a naturopathic, integrative strategy to help modulate that. So Mary, talk to us a little bit about some of the different, uh, before we have to go to break, some of the different treatment options, just really quickly, because there's a lot of different ways to address thyroid issues. There's a lot of different medications. And this is another big problem because most people are given one choice and they don't understand that they have many choices when it comes to how to medicate their their, uh, scenario and how to help their body feel better. And those medication choices are oftentimes the major difference between somebody that is treated and feels great and somebody that's treated and just doesn't feel that good. Exactly. Well, as I mentioned before, the thyroid produces two hormones, T4 and T3. So when we're taking thyroid hormone replacement medication, we're taking some form of T4 and or T3 to replace that which the thyroid can't produce itself. The standard treatment that is given Uh, by most conventional physicians and offered by the GPs and family doctors and things is a form of synthetic T4 known as levothyroxine. That's the generic name for it, but it's interchangeable with the term Synthroid because that's the leading brand of levothyroxine. So just like uh, Kleenex tissues, we hear Synthroid just used uh, interchangeably with the the levothyroxine. There's also L-troxin, levothroid, levoxyl, uh, and there's a new version, a uh, liquid uh, gel cap form of levothyroxine called Tyrosint. Uh, these drugs, again, are providing only the T4 in a synthetic form. And for some patients, they will do the trick. They'll provide uh, the missing hormone and uh, rebalance things and restore them back to uh, a normal state and relieve their hypothyroidism symptoms. Uh, the problem or the challenge is that there are, is a subset of patients who do not do well on a T4-only therapy. And in fact, some recent studies that came out of Europe showed that T4, T3 therapies were preferred by the majority of patients in double-blind crossover studies between T4-only and T4, T3. So uh, some practitioners, including some endocrinologists, but much more often in the integrative world, will add a T3, uh, usually in the form of a synthetic medication. That's known as triiodothyronine, um, or actually liothyronine is the synthetic version of T3. And there the brand name is Cytomel, but you can also find it in a generic. And in some cases, uh, Cytomel is very fast acting. It's the actual 
T3 uh, thyroid hormone. So it goes straight to the system and it affects you fairly quickly. Uh, so some people find that they're a little sensitive to that. It may make, make them feel a little anxious or they may have some heart palpitations. So some doctors will time release and compound that T3 so that it's gradually released into the system and it's a little bit easier on the system and doesn't cause side effects for some people. So the T4, T4 and T3 combinations. And then there is a subset of patients who do better on the natural desiccated thyroid. This is the thyroid medication that came on to the market around 1900, and it is the desiccated or dried thyroid gland of pigs, so it's known as porcine thyroid. The brand names in the United States are Armour Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, West Thyroid, there's Urfa from Canada, and there's a decent generic on the market now that's made by a company called Acela. And the natural desiccated thyroid includes the T4 and the T3 and a variety of other nutritional cofactors in it, basically, it's the actual gland of the pig dried and measured and in order to deliver particular amounts of T4 and T3 in combination. Some patients seem to do better on this, and some practitioners prefer it as the first uh, course of treatment. So we see a variety of patients. I think the one uh, issue that I always want to emphasize with thyroid is one size does not fit all. And the best thyroid medicine for you is the one that works best and safely for you. The challenge here, though, is that many thyroid patients will never hear that there's anything other than Synthroid. Their doctors will never offer T3 or natural thyroid and, in fact, may fight against it if they ask for it. If a patient comes in knowledgeable and says, I want to try a T3 med or I want to try some natural thyroid, they may get a lot of pushback. And, in fact, I've even heard from patients who've been fired by their doctors mm -hmm. for asking for these kinds of alternative options to just a Synthroid-only protocol. Um, but so the important thing is people realize there's multiple options, there's many ways to get to feeling well, and it's really a trial and error process for you and your open-minded practitioner to figure out what the best combination of medications at the best dosage is going to be for you to safely resolve your symptoms. Absolutely. It's so incredibly true. And I just, it's so important for people to understand that if you walk into a doctor's office and all they're willing to give you is one option, whether it's the Synthroid option or whether it's the more holistically looked upon one of the glandular based or animal based one, um, and you're not feeling well on that, you need to make sure that they're willing to work with you because it really is no one size fits all. And on one end of the spectrum, there seems to be the conventional endocrinology world who really um, relies on Synthroid and has huge biases against any of the glandular-based ones. And on the other spectrum that I've seen more of when in my community is a huge reliance on the glandular-based ones. And I don't think either side is right for everyone. It's really about what works for each patient and what works for each person. And that is something that only plays out as you manage a case, as you watch people respond, as you monitor their labs and see how they feel. Because with thyroid issues, you know, more so than so many other things that we work with, it's a very subjective process in working with the patient and understanding how do you feel? You know, how are you doing on this course of treatment? And the lab tests are a useful compass and a useful guide for understanding how that therapy is going. But the most important question at the end of the day, always when working with somebody who has a thyroid condition is, how are you doing on this treatment? And if they're not feeling well, you need to exercise other options and use everything in the toolbox for thyroid-related issues. So we're going to have to go to break now. Again, we're here with Mary 
Shoman, who is the author of the best-selling book, The Thyroid Diet Revolution, and also the uh, manager and proprietor of the website, www.thyroid-info.com, which is a purely educational site for people diagnosed with hypothyroidism or interested in learning more about hypothyroidism. When we come back from the break, we're going to start the conversation around metabolism and some of the specific dietary guidelines that uh, Mary has found helpful with her thousands of thyroid patients that she's worked with and advised to help people lose weight and choose a diet that works for you, your body, and your body type. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, and we're going to be back right after this break. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember, Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. 
visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. We are here today with Mary Showman discussing thyroid issues and weight loss. It's been a phenomenal show. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear it in its entirety, please go to www myvillagegreen.com. On the right-hand side of the homepage, you'll see a little radio microphone. Click on that. You can get to our archive show section. It usually posts about a week after the show airs on Sunday from 10 to 11. You can download it as a podcast or stream it right at your computer. It is a fantastic resource. So Mary Showman has transformed her health challenges into a mission as an internationally known patient advocate. She's the author of numerous best-selling books on thyroid conditions, and she's also the founder and editor-in-chief of WW www.thyroid-info.com, which is a phenomenal resource for people dealing with thyroid issues. So, Mary, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. Thanks, Dr. Pizarro. Sure. So, you know, we've covered a lot. Let's talk about, in this segment, let's start off with some key issues for someone who has a thyroid problem who wants to lose weight. Can you touch on some of what those key issues might be and how you would sort of, directions you would advise them to look in? Well, one of the most important things that I think someone who has a thyroid condition, in particular if you have Hashimoto's disease as the cause of your thyroid problem, which again is the majority of Americans that are thyroid patients do have Hashimoto's, is you're going to want to check for food sensitivities. And in particular, you're going to want to look for gluten or wheat intolerance or gluten sensitivity or even full celiac disease. This is one, people say to me, can thyroid disease be cured? And I'll say, well, you know, rarely can we cure it, but when it comes to someone who is Hashimoto's disease, who is gluten intolerant, removing gluten from the diet can, in some cases, revert their antibody levels to normal and put them in a permanent remission, which technically would be considered a cure Mm -hmm. for their thyroid condition. So their thyroid may return back to normal, hypothyroidism will go away, and they will see a complete remission of their condition. So... Getting those checked is going to be critical because even if you don't go into a complete remission or you don't have full celiac disease, but maybe you're sensitive to wheat or sensitive to gluten products, removing them from your diet reduces inflammation. And that, number one, is going to help make you feel better, but it may also help you lose weight. I just spoke with a thyroid patient the other day. She had been tested. She had the anti-gliadin antibodies uh, blood test done to evaluate for gluten sensitivity and it turned out she was slightly positive. It was not a, a very big uh, result, but she it was enough that the doctor said, you know, you might want to try gluten-free. 
she went gluten-free, and two months later, she'd lost 30 pounds without changing her diet at all, except removing the gluten. So she wasn't cutting calories. She mm -hmm. was eating what she wanted. She just eliminated the gluten. So we see this with a lot of thyroid patients. Even those who don't test positive, frankly, sometimes do a trial of a gluten-free diet, and if they feel better or they start to lose weight or feel less bloated, that's oftentimes a sign that it's good for their body. Uh, it's also another thing that's really crucial for thyroid patients is we tend to get out of balance. The whole endocrine system is not functioning as optimally or is not as balanced as it can be. And this shows up with blood sugar irregularities. So we'll see elevated uh, glucose levels or insulin resistance starting to develop. And so one of the things that people find helpful is getting their glucose levels tested. And if they are, in fact, elevated and not even above normal but up to the high end of the normal range, then they're going to want to institute some really good uh, efforts to cut their blood sugar and manage their insulin spikes. And they're, uh, the best things that people can do is regular exercise, uh, muscle building, uh, eating regularly, including a, a good amount of fiber, limiting the uh, simple carbohydrates and sugars, um, putting emphasis on good sources of protein, balancing protein with healthy fats. Uh, so there's a variety of different things, and I go into a lot more detail in the book about it, but it's a really important to know whether you have elevated glucose or whether there's insulin resistance. And these are important factors for a lot of thyroid patients. Another thing that we want to pay attention to with thyroid patients is simply the things that we're eating because um, a lot of people think that they're going to go into a really healthy mode and they buy a new juicer and the next thing you know they're making every morning a giant uh, cabbage and broccoli uh, juice uh, and these are great foods and they're wonderful things but in large quantities these foods which all fall into a category known as goitrogens can actually slow your thyroid down. So when you're going to eat goitrogenic vegetables, and these would be the uh, root vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, uh, cauliflower, broccoli, et cetera, you're going to want to make sure that you're steaming them or lightly cooking them, which helps to reduce the goitrogenic potential. Uh, another thing that people tend to have some a a issues with is overconsumption of soy, especially processed soy foods. So I've heard from a lot of folks that have gone on some of these various specialized diet plans, and the diets are all shakes and bars and uh, artificial processed foods, and they are loaded to the gills with soy. And these people are actually gaining weight on these programs, and the program people are saying, you can't possibly gain weight. You know, this is uh, an effective program, and these patients are gaining, and it turns out it's it's such a high content of soy, that it, and soy is a goitrogen as well, mm -hmm. and it can block absorption of thyroid hormones. So some of these people are finding that it's actually counterproductive to go on a soy-based diet, or even for women in perimenopause or menopause who start to load up on soy supplements mm -hmm. to try to alleviate menopausal symptoms, they find that they're actually damaging their thyroid, uh, so it's counterproductive again. Uh, so we want to be careful with those things as well. Another thing for a lot of thyroid patients is that they simply have to control calories. Uh, we have a slower metabolism in many cases. I mean, there's some things we can do to help build the metabolism back up, but it may be that the metabolism simply isn't going to be as robust as it was before the thyroid uh, slowed down. And so we may need to be cutting our calories down uh, slightly and taking into account uh, volume of food as well because um, it's much easier to eat more food and to feel full when you're eating lower calorie vegetables, some fruits, whereas the carbohydrates, the sugars, these are very calorie dense. They're, they're very easy to go too high uh, calorie wise. 
Um, the other thing that we want to make sure is that we're getting the right nutrition. So omega fatty acids are very important for thyroid patients. Selenium in low doses is often uh, helpful from a supplement standpoint because it can help calm the antibodies and the inflammation. Uh, people want to emphasize the healthy fats, the avocados, the olive oils, the omegas. Fish uh, can be very helpful for people as well. Uh, and we want to really take a look at those uh, simple carbohydrates, the sugars. And in some cases, there's actually patients who are really even sensitive to fruit, to mm -hmm. the sugar and fruit. Their body becomes very efficient at converting it right into fat and storing it. So we need to really take a look at each person's physiology. And some people are going to be more suited to calorie control. Some people are going to be better with carbohydrate restriction. Some people can eliminate gluten and find that that's good. Some people have to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And even then, we also will still probably have to do some form of physical exercise in order to continue to keep the metabolism building because when you restrict calories, that can sometimes actually cause the thyroid to slow down mm -hmm. and to cause metabolism to drop. So we need to kind of fake the body out and keep the metabolism high by adding in some exercise, but not exhausting exercise, just muscle building and strengthening uh, so that we're not additionally exhausting our adrenal system, which is a whole other hormonal uh, issue that can mm -hmm. affect our, our weight and our hormones as well. Yep. Absolutely. That is a fantastic overview. And we certainly covered a lot there. Really focusing, I think, on some of the key things you said is about the insulin and sugar and carbohydrate metabolism. There's a huge misconceptions that people believe high fat foods really contribute to weight gain. When you ask people to use things like avocados and nuts, they get very scared because they are high calorie foods, but they are very low glycemic. And a lot of people um, need to understand the differences between what actually causes you to gain weight. So really understanding all those factors and you review a lot of it in your book. Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking some more about some of the specific recommendations when it comes to diet and nutrition and wrapping up some of the key topics related to hypothyroidism and weight loss. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on uh, 1500 AM Federal News Radio, and we're going to be back right after this break. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. 
For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one -on -one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food. From farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by The Village Green. I am your host today, Dr. Kevin Passero, and we are here with Mary Showman, who is the author of the best-selling book, The Thyroid Diet Revolution, which I have read and I absolutely love. She's also the editor-in-chief of www.thyroid-info.com, which is a phenomenal resource for information about people who are looking for more resources related to getting their thyroid uh, issues treated. She's got a great resource resource on there, which is actually a top doctor resource. So if people are looking to find, we've talked a lot about getting the right tests, finding the right practitioners. It's a great resource for finding doctors in your area. It's listed by state and you can find uh, physicians and doctors that work with thyroid in a very integrative and holistic way like we've been discussing on the show today. So Mary, we only have a few minutes left. I'd love for you to touch on some of these last topics related to thyroid issues and thyroid uh, problems and weight loss. So go ahead. Well, I think the thing that I'd love to cover is just the things that people can start doing right now uh, after listening to the show to help with weight loss and whether you're a thyroid patient or not, but certainly if you are a thyroid patient, uh, these are things that are going to help. First of all, we want to make sure that you're sleeping, and that means seven or more hours a night for most people. There are a number of studies now that link lack of sleep to 
weight gain, insulin resistance, and obesity. So if you're not sleeping seven hours a night, that should be step number one in your effort. Number two is drink more water. Make sure that you're getting enough uh, hydration because that's very important. Uh, so we want to make sure that we get the uh, the uh, water level up there because a lot of people are not drinking enough to keep their weight loss uh, going. Another thing that I'd like to see people start doing is chewing their food properly. So many people chew things two or three times and they swallow and they're not even getting the nutritional benefit. They're not signaling to the brain that they're getting full. They're not getting that satiety uh, hormones developing to signal to the body to start to store uh, and burn fat properly. So chewing food thoroughly, and sometimes that means 20, 30 times, Mm -hmm. is really crucial. Uh, The other thing we want to do is breathe. If you only, every time you sit down to eat, if you take two or three deep cleansing breaths and then maybe once or twice during your meal, stop and breathe a couple of times, this helps shift the nervous system. And when your body is in fight or flight mode or you're in in a chronic stress mode, the body becomes very effective at storing fat. So simply breathing and slowing down, chewing properly, sitting at the table, don't eat over the sink, in the car, on the run. You want to just take the time to actually look at your food, smell it, uh, recognize that it's there. The brain is very important part of weight loss, mm-hmm. not only in terms of recognizing the food, but the signaling of the hormones that process uh, the body's ability to utilize the energy. Uh, the other thing is to to think positively. Don't feel like this is a battle or a war. It's simply a new way of looking at things. And so people who are more at peace with themselves and their bodies in whatever state they're in are much more likely to lose weight because the more stressed out you are, the more counterproductive it is to weight loss. Uh, So I really want to just sort of emphasize to people that you're you're a thyroid patient. uh, You're not a lab value. So you really want to work with practitioners who are going to recognize the whole person, the influence of diet, lifestyle, exercise, supplements, nutrition, and the appropriate role of medications as necessary because it's a complete picture for a thyroid patient to successfully lose weight. Thank you so much, Mary. That's a great synopsis. Those are all the things our grandma told us to do, right? You bet. (laughs) Those good old adages to just enjoy your food, eat slowly, take deep breaths, and chew your food. So, Mary, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Again, people, if you're looking for more information about thyroid and thyroid um, conditions, you can buy um, Mary Showman's best-selling book, The Thyroid Diet Revolution. Um, You can also go to her website, www.thyroid-info.com. If you're interested in me or my practice, you can always visit my website, www.greenhealingwellness.com. And uh, Mary, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. It was really a pleasure having you. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. All right, everybody. This is Dr. Kevin Passero signing out and wishing you all the best of health.
For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one -on -one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. 